How do you make a coffee? Long you put the coffee radio. in the pop filter. You I put the water that. in the back. I know. Oh, oh,
these guys are the best in Southport. Brian, Brian, Misha, and Rick Camacho on Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. What's up, guys? Can you hear me? Can you hear you fine? Yo, baby. What's going on? Here we go. Soul Kitchen Radio. Welcome back. It's it's uh, Pro Bowl weekend. Fantasy football right here on Soul Kitchen Radio. Uh, we're pretty much not doing fantasy no more because the football season is over. So here we are. It's uh, Fantasy Football, Soul Kitchen Radio, the sports show now. How about that? How about that? The sports show, guys. We're gonna we're gonna talk everything and uh, anything, guys. You know, got some uh, got some quick uh, facts that I read up on. Um, Joe Flacco is very disgusted uh, with Jim Zorn being fired. I mean, Jim Zorn was fired after one year, pretty decent year. Um, and uh he's absolutely absolutely uh disgusted with uh so he's he's very upset so that some drama here with the uh Ravens coming up next year um and for you Eagles fans also read up on some stuff about uh, David Akers missed two key field goals uh his daughter 6 years old is battling cancer so uh um, right. they're saying that could be a lot of the reasons so uh you know you know the Eagles okay and, we'll uh, we'll, we'll hold the, that and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a little while. Mike, what's up, man? Sure. Oh, what's up, baby? I'm just over here. Are you in the Are like, you in the uh, corner? Are you Are you in the corner again today? <laughs> or did you get your stuff together? Are you? Why don't you call in a Skype? Oh yeah, that's what I'm just about to do. I just uh, I just feel like a like a dog turd on the sidewalk. In a hot July night, so I'm just, uh, <laughs> recovering as we speak. Just give me a couple minutes here, and I'll be back okay. to 70%. Okay, call call in on Skype. The Skype is uh, Soul Kitchen Radio. You know that already. Um, we got okay. a caller already. I think uh, we got a, we got a caller, 978 number. Yo, you're on the air. Soul Kitchen Radio, what's up? What's going on? What's going on? Who is this, man? This is Jay. What's up, Jay? What's up? Hi. Hey. Man, hold on. where are you calling from, Jay? Where's 978? Boston. Boston. Jay, what's, going on? what's going on, Brian? What's going on, buddy? Brian, how we doing? Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Okay, right. Brian. Go ahead and uh, yeah, let's talk about, talk about David Akers, Brian. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about David Akers here. Uh, David Akers, one of the most uh, one of the successful kickers with the Eagles, uh, currently missed two kicks against the uh, Packers. And everybody's wondering, like, wow, there must be something wrong. Well, you know, doing some research, and we found out after the offseason, his wife, um, his daughter's battling cancer, his six-year-old daughter. So that took a lot of time and effort out on him, and he finally came out to the media. So, uh you know, he's obviously devastated, and, uh, you know, his career could be possibly coming to an end because you got to take care of family. So, I mean, Eagles fans are probably now going to say, well, should have beat the Packers. But you know what? Yeah, it happens, man. You, you know, know, David Akers is one of the greats. And yeah. so he he always be, you know, if he got any family issues, then, you know, these football players, these, these kickers, actually, kickers go through a whole lot in the NFL. Have you heard the story, the Joe Nenny story? Uh... No. What's that? Well, that one. this is a Joe Nenny story. This is how he became a kicker. Of course, he's a kicker of San Francisco 49ers. Um, yep. He, uh, 
Joe Nenny in high school was a wide receiver, right? And he went down, I, I believe, I believe in the game he went down with a heart problem. He had he had to get out. Uh, he he, I think he fell out in in the middle of a game. So they took him to the hospital, and they told him it was a heart issue. And so he was like, "Well, I still want to play." And they said, "Well, we don't think you should play." So he he I now now I might not have the straight hundred the story hundred percent straight, but he went back out, he played again, and he fell out again, right? And then he said, "You know what? I'm not going to play, but I still want to play football." So he he started kicking, you know, he started playing soccer, and and he became a kicker, and then from there he he went into college as a kicker, and then now he's in the NFL as a kicker. Of course, he's hurt right now, but He's uh, one of the great kickers for the San Francisco 49ers, but I think Jeff Reed is a little better, so we'll see what happens next year. Well, so one, of them, one of them has definitely has more of a Hollywood story, though. That's a, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Some yeah. commitment right there. You know, I was going to tell you, since you're semi on the topic of those kind of stories, what do you guys uh, think of this lockout? Yeah, we can uh, talk lockout today. So if you want to call, if you want to talk about lockout, 714-694-4150, give us a call. So Kitchen Radio, we're on the air right now. Hey, guys, we're going to get, we're going to find out more about this lockout, but I got something just for you guys special that I made this morning. So you, you guys ready? Here it comes. You're listening to Brian, Misha, Brian, Misha, Talking to me. Yeah, baby, Soul Kitchen Radio. How do you like that? It's very kind of kind of kind of a little, kind of little crazy, but it's pretty good. It <laughs> <laughs> was pretty good. Yeah. You got two stamps of approval on this one right here, Mr. Jay. What part, what part of Boston are you calling from? Jay. Jay, are you there? Uh, yeah. What part of Boston are you at? Are you in East, East Boston, West Boston, North Boston? I'm North in 128 Boston. Oh, I'm the Highway Boston. What's 128 Boston? That's, that's the big belt that goes around Boston. I move around a lot. That's like the big, the big freeway, the 128? The big freeway. It's the small part of uh, 95, we call in this area. It's got all the... Uh, what do you call it? The big industry. Industrial Highway of America is what they call it. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I'm, I'm from North right. Shore, but I was trying to get the exact area, like Andover, yeah. like Cambridge, you know. Oh, Jay, can you, hear, can you hear him talking to you? Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, yeah. He, he wants to know if you're from, like, Cambridge or or Westminster or whatever. Westminster, right outside of Cambridge, right near Arlington. <laughs> oh, he's at Arlington. Oh, okay, Jake, cool, yeah. you're, 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 the, you're the Dolphins guy, right? 
Me, the Dolphins guy? Uh, Brian was the Dolphins guy. Brian's the Dolphins guy. Jay, Jay, you, you a Patriots fan? I'm a Jay, Patriots what, fan right after the NFL. The NFL comes first, then the Patriots. Okay. 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 Good. Are you Are you into uh, like Brian keeps giving us all these surprise guests? So I know you were here last week, right? Uh, I was not on last week. You were not on last week. Okay. Yeah, we had all kinds of people. So, so who do you think is going for the? What do you what What do you got for the Super Bowl, man? Uh, a, lot, a lot of signs got Green Bay. A lot of things are putting to Green Bay. I think it's going to take a lot for that front seven to keep Ben out of getting number three. But uh, yeah, I, I think Green Bay. Okay. Uh, I got a lot going. I got a lot going for him. I think Aaron Rodgers is about to. I mean, if you want to talk about passing the torch, that kid's about to be the incumbent. I mean, he's gonna. He's gonna. He, it looks like he could rattle off a few in a row. So. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. He's he's definitely on his way to being a Pro Bowl player, especially if he could overcome Pittsburgh Steelers defense and uh, and and win that game in Dallas next week. He he he'll definitely be putting his stamp on his Pro Bowl career. Um, so so that's gonna be that's gonna be a good one, man. It's Super Bowl week right now. If anybody's out there in Dallas right now and they're listening. Seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. Brian, this is your this is this is your your duty for this week. I want you to find us some people in Dallas that are at the Super Bowl, all the events, and they can call in next week and, and oh, tell us that. everything that's going on. I can do that. It's easy. Okay. Yeah. So we got a. It's going to be a great game next week, man. Of course, leading up to leading up to Super Bowl week. Um, I seen on Facebook one of my friends. She's out there in Dallas. She had. Uh, she had her tickets to the NFL experience that she was trying to sell on Facebook yesterday. And, you know, it's going to be – this is huge. I wish I was out there. I sure wish uh, – hopefully next year we'll be in wherever. We will. We will. We'll be there next year. Where's the Super Bowl next year? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, Super Bowl. Detroit. Is... <laughs> well, I, I, think Detroit. I think it'll be Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. I think it's probably going to come back out this way. Hopefully it'll be in San Diego. And it's not But it's in San Diego. I'm in New York. Is it San Diego? Spell. is going to be pretty tough for the Steelers. Marquise Pouncey was just downgraded to inactive. Yeah, there's all oh, kind. Wow. There's all kinds yeah. of uh, all kinds of stuff going on with the Steelers and the, I mean, and the Packers. It's, it's going to basically come down to the the, the Packers with Pouncey out. It's a big loss. I mean, Rosenberger is going to get rocked. I mean, it's going to come down to can can the Packers can the Packers run on the Steelers? That's going to be the key. Can James Starr? Can Brandon Jackson? Can some? Because you know how football Super Bowl is. It's some no-name guy comes out of the woodworks and does well. Who's going to be that guy that nobody expects? Is it going to be Emmanuel Sanders? Is it going to be um, you know Randall L? I, mean, he, I didn't know he was. Yeah. Might be I would say James Jackson's going to have a good game. Who? One thing that the yeah, Steelers, it, one thing that the Steelers have going against them, is uh, that that devastating injury to to Mar, Marquise Pouncey last week. The, yeah, the, he's out. The center. Oh my God, his, that ankle injury was terrible. Um, you know that allowed the New York Jets pretty much to come back on the Steelers last week. But hopefully they, you know, luckily they they pulled it out and they won the game. But and he still he missed practice on Wednesday. So he's not we'll going to play. We'll see if this other this other I think I know he probably wants to play. It's the Super Bowl. 
But he hasn't been. Uh, has he been labeled inactive yet? I mean, yeah, inactive. Out for the Super Bowl. Just in. He's done. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah. Ponty is out. Adam Scheffler reports he will not play. Doug Lukerski start. The big thing with the Steelers is they I just heard that someone had let up a thousand and four yards rushing the entire year. So you said it right. If Starks can get some ground, Brandon Jackson, they're going to have to bleed him on the outside. But I mean, it's going to be it's, it's going to be tough to run against them. But I think Aaron is going to have to dice up something something up. He's going to have to have something up his sleeve. He's the player. To, he's the player that the Steelers know they're going to get. To. Right. Definitely. The Soul Kitchen Radio, 714-694-4150, blogtalkradio.com slash Soul Kitchen Radio if you want to get into the to the chat room. The chat room is open. There's nobody in there right now, so there's plenty of room to go in there and dance around and do whatever you want to do. Um, we're talk, we, we've got Pro Bowl coming up. We're going to talk some Pro Bowl today. We're also going to talk definitely talk about Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the release of Jeff Fisher. That was huge. You know, Jeff yeah. Fisher, he's not going to be – he's definitely not going to be uh, – a free agent too long, you know. Somebody's probably trying to pick him up right now, so we'll find out more about yeah. that. Uh, Mike, yo, we're gonna talk about the do the damn thing. I'm trying to log in through my girlfriend's Skype because I uh, forgot my computer at my at my uh, friend's hotel because I wanted to make sure he got late last night, so I left. So <laughs> now, as a result, I don't have my laptop, and I'm trying to sneak in through my girlfriend's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is what Jeff Fisher wrote today, or what day he wrote this on the 28th. It was it was uh, from the Ravens Insider. He said he took the high road discussing his divorce from the AFC South club after 17 years. He's been the he's been the coach of the Tennessee Titans ever since they became the Tennessee Titans. Um, time to move on. Uh, Fisher said during the Titans press conference, "I'm not going to get into specifics. It's time. I need a break." He declined to elaborate on why he's out. Um, there have been some differences. We've had two difficult years. You come to a point, it's time to move on. If Fisher wants to, he can coach immediately, according to Fox. He'll be paid $8 million under the terms of his settlement. Um, we had we had differences. Titans executive said it doesn't add anything to the discussion to go into what the differences were. They declined to address the reports. He was fired because... He was fired because of the assistant coaches signing contract extensions without his knowledge in the front office. Oh, wow. Uh, there was discussions, but it was not the issue, Fisher said. As for the contract reports, there's nothing along those lines. Okay, so it wasn't the contract reports that they was talking about. Um, Titans already launched their search for a new head coach through Underwood and Mike Greenfield, offensive line coach Mike Munchak is the favorite to land a job. So off of the line coach might come out. Maybe they learned something from the Raiders by bringing uh, when the Raiders brought their offensive line coach to be the head coach. So we're going to find out more about this and, and we're going to get, we're going to get to it. Brian, what do you got, man? Jeff Fisher being gone. Yeah. We think about that, man. Where, mean, where's he going to go? You know, it, it, is he, is there already talks about him going to Miami? God, I, w- I, w- I would love Jeff Fisher in Miami. I mean, I love Jeff Fisher, even going to school at University of Tennessee and just seeing what he's done for that program. I mean, they were one spot away from winning the Super Bowl. 
um, you know, Steve McNair to uh, Thigpen. And, uh, you know, he gets, gets a lot of crap, but he's held a job for 16 years. How many people in America can say that they held a job for 16 years, whether even a year? Most people can't at this point. I mean, the guy's had stability. You know, I know there's a lot of stuff in the front office and all that. Wherever he goes, he's going to be an absolutely amazing coach. I would love Tony Sperano to be fired, but it's not going to happen. He's probably going to either probably be like a Bill Cowher and get away from the game for a little while, a year. He's young. He's like 48 years old. He started off when he was 36, or maybe he was like 52. But he'll definitely end up somewhere. Um, somebody will get fired out of we don't know. You know, some surprise will happen. Um, I wouldn't be surprised Andy Reid possibly getting let go in Philly. You never know. Um, I doubt that will happen. Uh, you never know possibly. Uh, you know, some team might just say, you know what, we want Jeff Fisher, and they might be working with him. You never know on this side what's going on. But, I mean, him being let go is, you know, is, you know, I guess what they said, and from what I heard from a couple of, I talked to a Tennessee Titans player, you know, I talked to Blaine Bishop, and he told me that it was time for a change, basically. And, uh, you know, they're moving on with the Vinci on the air, and they're moving on with the Jeff Fisher era, and they want to, you know, they want to change some stuff around. So um, we'll see what that uh, brings, if the Titans will uh, move forward, and uh, that's what goes on from here. So. It's going to be an interesting off-season to see where he ends up. All right. I don't know. It's like being a coach or doing anything for 17 years. I mean, that's that's older than balls. So, I mean, you know, he could just be really just tired and worn out, you know. The Tennessee Titans are respectable, honorable franchise. They've accomplished a lot of things in their 17-year tenure with Jeff Fisher. Although winning, not winning a Super Bowl against the Rams definitely, uh, you know, obviously, obviously that probably left the mark. But you know, that was a nice time capsule in the NFL, and I think he he brought a lot of a game when he coached. So I, I think uh, he's gonna be. I, he reminds me somewhat of Bill Cowher in a sense that you know, amazing coach, any team would love him, but maybe he just really just wants to take a break from it. All. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's. That's pretty much what it comes down to. He said he just wants to take a break. Yeah. Um, I got. I, I got to tell you guys the truth. So I've been uh, lifting weights a little here and there, trying to do like more than fifty push-ups a day. I think I'm getting ready for uh, maybe uh, the 1987 lockout reenactment. I don't know if you guys remember, <laughs> but in 1987, when they had that lockout, they, they I remember the replacement players. Yeah, so I'm like. It's time to that, that's boys, what, maybe. That's where the movie The Replacements came from, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, this this could be it for us, guys. Maybe this could be, like, our uh, NFL chance to relive relive the dreams. <laughs> I, definitely <laughs> can yeah. I can definitely throw. Maybe I'll be the, maybe I'll be the uh, next Chad Haney, but better <laughs> in Miami. Yeah, but wow, this, this was only a matter of time. See, I was timing you the whole time. It took you 23 minutes. I, 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 I set the bets with Vegas that it was going to be 15 minutes for you to start talking about Chet Henning. And I guess I semi-lost. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. There is a, actually, there is a, a site, NFLLockout.com. It says, help us block the lockout by signing this petition. 
This is the petition. It says, help us block the lockout for signing this petition. Why? Because the players want to play football and fans want to see America's most popular sport. The NFL's collective bargaining agreement is due to expire in March, and team owners have made a series of moves designed to lock out the players and fans. If you want to see NFL games next season, do your do your part as a fan and help us block the lockout by signing this petition. To view the petition letter, click here. Let me click the petition letter and see what it's talking about. This is the petition letter that you signed. It's at NFLLockout.com. It says, the National Football League, dear NFL commissioner and NFL owners, we are the fans of the NFL. We, the fans of the NFL, demand that you not lock out players in 2011. The players want to play football, and we passionately want to see America's most popular sport. As fans and members of our local communities, a lockout would have a devastating impact on our local and regional economies, which is right, right? I mean, everybody knows that 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 a football game boosts up everybody from the from the liquor store down the street to the meat man, the meat market down the street. Everybody's buying stuff, and they're barbecuing the gas stations. The, the grocery stores, everybody, um, get everybody makes money from from an NFL game in their in their city. Stadium employees will be jobless. Sports bars, police officers, restaurants, hotels, and various sports staff who work for the, this game will also be affected. Simply put, these tough times will get even tougher for Americans. Now, in a in a bad economic situation like like we're in, hopefully we're digging our way out of it. But but yeah, that I think it's estimated that more than hundred and fifteen thousand jobs would be impacted by a lockout and cause approximately hundred and sixty million dollars in lost revenue in each NFL city. Uh we implore you to do the right thing and guarantee that players, fans and everyone who enjoys the NFL will not have to endure a lockout in two thousand eleven. Sincerely, NFL fans I'm gonna go ahead and share that on my Twitter. At Soul Kit Radio is the is the Twitter. And and so what do you guys think about that, man? Well, it's pretty crazy. I mean it's uh it's very real. So uh I mean that people are pretty adamant about it. So I mean you know, everyone's got something to say, but uh, no one really has an idea how close we are to getting things done or how far away we are. So, I mean, you know, these nice things, they definitely calm people down, but they still don't really answer everything, I guess, what's going on. And I guess maybe that's why I'm working out and getting ready to uh, be one of the replacement players. I'll, I'll do the damn thing for 50 bucks a week. I don't care. All I can do is coach, because I can't run no more. <laughs> it's really like the hands of the five people, too. It, it, it should be in the hands of the fans who have no say at all, especially when you look at Green Bay, who the people of Green Bay own the team, but they have a controlling CEO. That type. I mean, the, the billionaires against the millionaires, it's not really working. This is about greed, how much money you can get from TV studios, and, and right, the players right. have no say at all. The players, had, the players put up, uh, I forget who it was, but one of them at the Pro Bowl was like, we put up it an agreement, and they had it, and then they vetoed it, and they won't tell the players why. So it's really on the owner's hands, and there'll, there'll be a work stoppage, and Mar- it'll go by March 4th without any solution yet. It's just how long before July, before you get to training camp, to, you know, they keep it that way. It's really, 
it, it comes down to a couple of months and the nine billion dollar industry a year. So Yeah. Well I think one of the big thing issues with the football the football players themselves have now this is minus the millions and all that stuff and more because some of them really do just want to play. One of the biggest things is, is one of the things that we talked about last radio show is uh, what's going to happen to these guys after their football NFL career because they really want to be taken care of, uh, you know, deep after they're done playing because, you know, you got pages among pages about, you know, NFL players of, of, of the greats of how they are now. Uh, struggling and suffering So you know I think a lot of them They just I think a lot of them Want to get that big Dollar dollar bill Because they don't think NFL is going to Really take care of them All that much When their careers are done So if they can promise The NFL players uh, And their families You know Better life When the NFL is done I think they would Take that in a heartbeat And maybe that way They could reduce uh, You know Their salaries And all that stuff And more so I think that that's one of the reasons why it might be prolonging. So I guess all we can do is really just continue to wait on it. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna be optimistic about it, man. I think uh, I think they learned. I think they I think they would have learned from uh, the 1987 one, and and hopefully we won't have to. Hopefully this is just talks and we'll get through it. You know. Mm-hmm. Something. If not, then I'm more than happy to go out there. I just have to add at least. I just have to add at least hundred more pounds, and I'm ready to play NFL. Yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty skinny, man. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good arm strength. I'm six, six feet, one eighty-five. Add on about two hundred pounds. Yeah. You know, if you, you call me the. Do you have a hairy chest? Hairy chest. <laughs> no, I don't have a hairy chest. You see my chest? Well, I don't know if you're ready for the NFL then. I mean, you gotta, you got to be dirty. you got to be gringy. you got to be ready. I am dirty. They, they call you're me dirty. Well, I mean, not cleaning yourself for a week doesn't make you an NFL player either. you got to be ready to go, baby. But, um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But either way. It's shaped as good, too. Uh, yeah. We don't yeah. watch good games with that good athlete. I actually think that the NFL will not strike. I think for some reason they'll, they'll be back. Um, basketball's talking about striking too. I think it's just too much. There's too much money to be made with the gamblers, the fantasy football, you know, all the concessions. They'll find a way. They'll come to agreement probably after the Super Bowl. I just, I just, I just see it getting together. Free agents are going to be messed up. It's just going to be a whole disaster. Nobody knows where they're going, and and I know like some of the players have been, you know, through a lot of crap and stuff. But I mean, still the best sport out there is baseball, hands down. You know, so I mean, thank anyway, God baseball's coming around here soon. It's just majorly ironic that they're talking about adding two more games, and in two more right. there'll be two, yeah, two less games possible at that time. I mean, they don't, they, players, you know, players can't do that. It's crazy because when the when the NFL started, I think there was ten games total, and then as it as it progressed, a few years later they went to twelve games, then they went to fourteen, and now they're at sixteen, and now they want to go to eighteen. Um, and I'm not sure, but I believe when they had all those other games, they still had the preseason games. Now they're actually talking about eighteen games minus the two preseason games. So, you know that gives the that doesn't give the coach um, enough um, a good amount of time to to see what he has to to deal with 
know, those four games, those those help get the, the active, the starters warmed up, and then and those guys who want to play who are just coming in, maybe walk off the street, that's their chance. Those four games is their chance to make it in the NFL and get them a nice three-year career, you know. So that's it's killing them. Here's some more stuff about the, the lockout. The owners have negotiated TV deals that guarantee them revenues, even if the games are not played in 2011 season. Owners make this money. Is, yeah, it says this lockout is about inequitable leverage. Um, the guaranteed television revenues that approach $4.5 billion, coupled with the elimination of $4.4 billion in player salaries and benefits during a lockout could make a 2011 season without games profitable for the owners. So they're saying without the – they're going to – they would cut $4.4 billion in player salaries but make $4.5 billion Um, Yeah, they're still going to make their money even in a lockout. Um, They're willing to sacrifice the sport of football in this country in order to have less cost, less work, and more revenue for themselves. Uh, Once again, that's on NFLLockout.com. Work stoppage really only hurts the players monetarily and us because we don't get the fans, we don't get the games. So the the owners are still in it. Mike Dick is... uh, saying they should have more playoff games and create a more structured playoff format so that more teams make it. I mean, uh, either way, there'll be less preseason games. I mean, however it weighs out, it's just with, with what's going on last year, 350 injured reserve players. That's up 100 from the year before. And head right. injuries increased 2%. So how are we going to get more games and still protect these guys from head injuries Losing out, I mean, uh, 350 IR players. I mean, look at what the Packers went through this year alone, and they made it to the Super Bowl. I mean, that, that's crazy. Every time somebody get gets head injured in and uh, in that Philly game, who was that in the Philly game? Remember, he got hit in the head so bad. Oh man, there's so much this this Sean year. Jack. Yeah, there's so much this year that yeah that we've seen. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, here's another part. This lockout is about owners wanting more from players without justified reasons or, resi- or restitution. The owners have not been willing to give proof that they have taken a financial loss, therefore need more money back from the players. And if the owners are adamant in their in their desire to reduce the share of league revenue set aside for player salaries by roughly 18%, which is $1 billion beginning next year. And if the owners want to increase the amount of games, therefore increasing each player's risk of injury, but decreasing salaries. Wow. Yeah. That's going uh, Also, the lockout is about health care. It also talks about health care. Recently, the NFL said it would not continue active player health care in a lockout. So as soon as as soon as the lockout starts, your kids are not covered. You know, who cares about the player? At at that point, who cares about the player? These players have kids, right? Your kid is not covered by by health care at that point. You know, mm-hmm. you, have, you have to take whatever you got and and go there. Um, the average NFL career is three point six years. It takes three accredited years to get to get five years of post career health care. So if you if you're in the NFL for three years, you get five years of health care. That's crazy. Yeah, we got a we got a yeah, Jeff Fisher guy on the line. Let's we're, we're gonna we're gonna go off of this. We're gonna talk about Jeff Fisher for a minute. So, what do you think about Jeff Fisher, Chris? You're on the line. Yeah, man. Uh, 
the whole decision with Jeff Fisher, I don't even understand it. I think that uh, our coach, I mean, our owner, Bud Adams, I think he's the new Al Davis right now. Because <laughs> the decision made no sense. He hey, you got Gary Collins, now you got Al Davis. Great. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, he <laughs> said he was going to make a decision between Vince Young and Jeff Fisher. He decided to get rid of Vince. And then, what, three weeks later, he gets rid of Jeff Fisher, too. So now we have no coach, no quarterback, no defensive coordinator, no line coach. I mean, we're basically like the Raiders. <laughs> What's wrong with Gary Collins? Yeah. Gary Collins is still there. <laughs> He's got Gary yeah, Collins, Gary. man. Yeah, Jerry Collins, right? Jerry Collins is actually not coming back. Oh, he's not. Uh, I just, yeah. uh, hey guys, I just got off the phone with a reliable source. I guess the Tennessee Titans have fired all of their janitors as well. So they're really, they're really <laughs> I think they're moving back to Houston. Forward. Yeah, yeah, they're revamping from the top to the bottom. They're just doing the damn thing, you know. Yeah, rebuilding. That's where it starts. And they're raising no the parking yeah. to fifty dollars. Basically, <laughs> no more. No more scary Collins, huh? <laughs> nope. No, the game's no are more. free, but the concessions are everything. You're paying twenty bucks a beer, but the game is free. I mean, I, I think the, I think the tit- I think the Titans are definitely going to take a hit for from the firing of them. Don't don't get me wrong, but um, at the end, you know, he was there 16, 17 years. You know, he had a five and six playoff record. Um, Seventeen. You know, not. Not consistent by any means, and you know. But it, but at the end of the day, it's like seventeen, sixteen to seventeen years on a job is like a hundred years. It just doesn't happen anymore. Someone a year to two, so they feel like like, the NFL. like yeah, in the NFL, and and he he probably like expects there's going to be a lot of different changes, and you know the team's going to be. You know, I don't know. It might take a hit, but the Titans have the talent. They have a amazing running back in Chris Johnson that I would die for. I think he's the best running back. The Patriots and Chris Johnson, he might be talking Super Bowl right now. Yeah, he might be going there next year. Yeah, no, he's not going there. They're going to lose Chris Johnson. He came from real East quick, Carolina, real quick. Uh, pick. Hey, real quick, I want to shout out to Lede uh, Adams, uh She's out there listening right now. I told her to retweet. She's my soror, Zeta Phi Beta, Blue Phi, all that. Chris, tell her Blue Phi. That's, Chris is my dean. Yeah, Blue Phi. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of which, speaking of which, uh, Joe found Eddie. So I got Eddie's number for you. You hey, found I, found Eddie? Yeah. Did you find Jew? Uh, Jew's in Sacramento, he says. Oh, Okay. Okay, yeah. Well, well, we'll 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 do that. We'll discuss that offline. That's good. So stay on the line, Chris. And 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 I definitely want to I want to talk to you about getting rich rap and all of them on the other show, and, okay. and baby bash all that stuff. So we'll talk about that. Let's talk more about right. the Titans and Titans. Oh, newsflash right here. Titans just fired their parking lot staff. Okay. <laughs> and they, they've hired they've hired me they've hired me to leave San Francisco <laughs> to uh, go to Tennessee. He's going to be the new water boy. <laughs> yeah. hey, you never know. That could be, I might be reliving my dream. So that's you might. Where did the Titans Titan land in the first round? Where are they drawing their pick? Uh, let me check right. for you. Um, Come on, Chris. They got Snella Locker coming. Jake Locker and the Locker here. And that's safe to 
Jake Locker's accuracy has been a very question. That's what they're questioning right now. He's yeah. quarterback. I saw him play yesterday in the senior bowl. I think he I think okay. he dropped a couple just so his stock would drop so he could fall to a, a better team, you know, sit behind a better quarterback wow. instead of going to Carolina. He wasn't going to Carolina anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, Gabbard's he, the first guy. Gabbard's the first guy out, and then maybe Malik, but, you know. How did, how did Kirkpatrick look yesterday? How did Kirkpatrick look? That's all right. He came in at the end, right? Colin? You talking about Colin did, Kaepernick? Did he, yeah, Kaepernick. Yeah, he, yeah, he looked all right in relief. He came out, I think it was uh, third straight. Uh, I think they're saying a lot of good stuff about him. He actually does look great. His college career, so he, he's got some yeah, good I mean, stuff. He, he, played, he played four four years in Nevada. I mean, he's a, he's a decent Who does that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can throw 99 miles per hour in baseball, so he's a great athlete. He's got a great – I heard him speak. He's very good public speaking. He seems like he has a great personality. Um, I would love the, you know, the Dolphins to look at him. You know, I mean, he could possibly change his team around in a couple of years. I mean, they're, they're questioning his arm strength. That's the only thing that's uh, being questioned. But if you get the right quarterback coach in there to work for him, you know, uh, I think I things could – I think the Dolphins, the Dolphins are going to keep Chad Pennington. They're keeping him. Behind Henry, they're going to keep Chad. Well, Chad Henney, I think they are going to keep him. Pennington, where did you get Pennington from? Is he is he still in the league? Yeah, yeah he's, he's, in the the he's at the Dolphins. He's at the Dolphins. I forgot all about that guy. Wow. They, they said he was going to call it a career, but he'll probably end up coming back. Pennington, anything could happen. Hey, Henny, Henny, Pennington. Maybe they should get Henny. Yeah, well, forget forget Ted, forget Ted Henny. Bring the other Henny from Chicago for the Dolphins. It's close. Nah, no. What the, what, the, what the Dolphins need to do is they need to get this guy Colin Kirkpatrick. They Tennessee. They need to bring a veteran in to you know to be a role model under him. I don't know, like a Kyle Orton or someone. And they need to just be consistent. You know, that's, that's all they do is they need to get a quarterback that's going to be consistent. That's going to going to bring excitement to the stands. I mean, I never knew in life that being a loser, being one in seven at home, being one in seven is going to keep your job. You're going to get a raise, and uh-uh, I never here thought it that. comes. Here comes a third. You know, I, 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 ne- I never thought that you have people out there that are better that can do the job. I mean, Misha, Rich, me, I could coach the Dolphins and be consistent because I know what they need. You know, me not being a head coach or anything. You know, yeah, that's that's just something against me, but. I, mean, I could coach the Dolphins because they'll pay more than $60,000 a year. <laughs> I'll get you to tell your job better than what I'm making right now. <laughs> if they keep having the road road the road games. Chris, will you coach the Dolphins the with me? We can get, uh, we'll get EJ and Johnny as assistant coaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get, yeah, there we go. We, got a whole, we already got a whole crew. We're ready to go. We're ready to go to Miami. Miami, here we come. Yes. Dude, they, they all go back. Hey, Brian, you know, if there's a lockout and they are looking for replacement players, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, seeing if you can be that quarterback of, uh, you know. I know. That's, you know yeah, what? If they're going to allow these. I have an option. This, this could you know, be I, a I, lot of. 
<laughs> God, Lee, okay, one person at a time, man. Come on. Ready? Brian, go. Talk. I have an arm. I'm not. I'm not lying. I can throw pretty, pretty hard. I mean, but my my accuracy would be a question. You know, like Jake Locker. You know, I mean, you know, people would be you know, doubting me on my I accuracy. Think, you know, you know what your problem is, Brian? Is your your nose won't allow that the helmet to go on. Oh, you know it's what? It's true. Upstairs, <laughs> I'll get a nose job. Yeah, Sue had a big Pinocchio nose. Oh yeah, I don't a big nose. Oh, I'll get now. If I get a nose job, that would be lame. It's a legendary note. You know, know we just know. New NFL. That's all. One thing I can it's great for women, about. but bad for football. Brian, Brian, one thing I can say is you might as well invest into a lot of apples and uh, go behind your grandfather's barn and start tossing them. Start, start getting ready. This could I'm be a big moment. I'm actually, I'm What's actually up? taking up golf too. You guys play golf? Golf. Yep, well, I love golf. One of the best sports. Come on, man. Yeah, golf. Golf. It is one of the top. When the biggest guy in the golfing course is one of the better guys, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I love the yeah. golf. Like, I, I got a golf story for you guys. Me and my buddy, his, uh, his name was Romeo. Remember remember Romeo, Chris? Yeah. Me and Romeo, he was, he's left-handed. I'm right-handed. We would, we would start off at the tee. Uh, we'd swing our first hit. I would go to the right, he would go to the left, and we wouldn't see each other till we got to the green. We just shank them both. Nobody ever touched the center of the fairway. That's that's my golf story. That's, that's that was that was the day. <laughs> I love it. Right now, let's let's get into this real quick. I want to hear this drop again. We're gonna come back. It's uh, here we go. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. It's football weekend. It's Pro Bowl. We haven't even talked about the Pro Bowl yet. I want to talk about Herschel Walker because Herschel Walker was amazing last night. Um, so we're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to let you know what you're listening to. You're listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Brian Misha. Kitchen Radio, we're back from that little quick break we had right there. Um, so let's, let's get into this Pro Bowl a little bit. What do you guys think is going to happen in the Pro Bowl? Um, is is the uh, is the AFC going to take it again? What's the AFC NFC? Somebody give me some 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 uh, well, history. I, well, I'm not quite sure on the history, but one thing I do know is that uh, you know it used to be that you know the coach of the NFL would be. The the Super Bowl guy, I guess later on would be coaching in the Pro Bowl. I thought, but I, right. I guess not really. I guess uh, the coach with the best record uh, and his entire staff get a chance, uh, get a crack at it, and they coach, you know, the Pro Bowl. And this year, it's going to be the most genius coach, uh, well, one of them, just one of those handsome Bills, Mr. Bill Belichick, and my New England Patriots. Uh, they're going to be out there, and I guess. Who knows what kind of blueprint they're gonna draw out? I mean, uh, it's kind of interesting. Bill Belichick. Bill, 
I think that Bill Belichick probably spied on the other uh, Pro Bowl staff. <laughs> on the <laughs> NFC staff? <laughs> he sent them out a week early. Get the NFL. They said I was watching some of the Pro Bowl stuff on the NFL Network, and they're talking about 45, 45. When you hear 45, you guys know what that means? Exactly. <laughs> 45 means at the end of the Pro Bowl, they're going to get $45,000. The winning team gets $45,000. The losing team gets Twenty two point five thousand dollars. Twenty two thousand five hundred. Double pay for winning. Yeah, yeah, double pay for winning. Um, so what do you guys think about the Pro Bowl being in Hawaii like this week? Hold on one second. I don't get to so go to radio. Hold on, everybody. So get the radio. Who's this? Three one nine. Timothy Zayas. Timbo Slice on Facebook. Oh, Slice on Facebook. What's happening? <laughs> What's up, Tim? What's up? Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is this is uh, okay. This guy, this guy's funny. Where are you calling He's from, Tim? Timbo Slice. Where are you calling from, man? Iowa. Iowa. Wow. Iowa. The Brian told the, me to call the show. I was talking about. I was thinking about Idaho, and I heard Iowa. Thought there was potatoes, but no Iowa. What is what, is, what, is, what the hell is in Iowa? The corn. <laughs> Hot checks, that's what I hear. Good jobs. <laughs> Yo, we got another we got another Boston guy in the house. Seven eight one just got on the line. Oh, yeah. Let me see. Hold there's another seven eight one. Who is this? The new one that just called in. Chuck from Boston. Chuck from Boston. That's my brother Chucky Chuck. That's my yeah. man right there. So online we got we got Chris online. We got Iowa guy online. Um we got Boston, Boston, and Boston. Jay's in Boston. Hey. Hell yeah. Well, Jay, you, you Jay's still out there, right? The 978. He's, he's still out there. He's, he's in the. I'm on a mobile, though. That's why. Because <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're in a hallway or something. And then we got Brian, of course. Brian is. Brian, where are you at right now? Are you back in Atlanta? Yeah, I'm in Georgia. I'm in Alpharetta. Okay, he, he's back in Georgia. So this is Soul Kitchen Radio, guys. We're all around the country, you know, from the Bay to, to Atlanta to, to Boston. Somebody talk about the Pro Bowl, AFC, NFC. Who's going to who's gonna win this, and does it even matter? Uh, you know, Bill Belichick, whatever he coaches, you know, there's going to be some flowers growing off of it. So definitely going to be the AFC doing a damn thing. Right, so everybody, everybody knows, like you were talking about earlier, Mike, um, the old the old way they used to do it was the loser of the Super Bowl would well that no no am I right no I I guess yeah I guess the Super Bowl coaches would coach the AFC and NFC is that the yeah. way it would go and now it's the now it's the NFC NFC side losing coach the one that loses the NFC championship and the AFC championship loser coaches the AFC so yeah, the losing conference coaches used to coach for the Pro Bowl. Okay, so it's the same way then. So it's the same way. They're still doing that. Yeah. Um, The only difference is now they want the Super Bowl. Now they want the Super Bowl to be the very last game of the season. Now, I, I, of course, all these guys are going to play today. But guess what? Tonight they're all headed to Dallas. They're leaving. So, I I don't agree. Me personally, I don't agree with that. I like the Super the Pro Bowl. I like the Pro Bowl being after the Super Bowl. That way, everybody gets a chance to enjoy it and go to Hawaii. You know, if the if the players that are in the Super Bowl want to go take a trip to Hawaii, 
then they could go to Hawaii after the after the Super Bowl and and relax in Hawaii, watch the Pro Bowl game, and just just chill out, and also get into all the little festivities and stuff that they have. You know the the uh, the fastest man and the the accuracy challenge and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean of course, I mean because it's like some of the best of the best are in the going to be in the Super Bowl. So I feel like you know they just uh, the NFL they want to roll this thing out early before the main event because they want to continue it as like a nice sexy Roman spectacle and uh, keep the crowds and everybody entertained by you know continually tossing out the best of the best doing something. So I don't know. One of you Boston guys, tell me, what you what you think about the Super Bowl, about the Pro Bowl being before the Super Bowl in Miami last year? If you ask me, it's Chuck from Boston. Okay, Chuck. If you ask me, I think it's, I think it's a good idea because, honestly, the Pro Bowl nowadays is a dog and pony show. I mean, basically none of the good players play. That's why you got, you know, the, the sixth, the seventh, or eighth best quarterbacks starting in the game. Nobody plays it anymore. It's almost turned into a joke. And why not end the season on a high note with the best game of the year, the Super Bowl? I don't know. I just think maybe they're doing a smart thing because they know that nobody has interest in it after the year, after the most important game's already over. So they want to keep fans entertained and interested and do put the game in the in the bye week of the of the Pro Bowl where there's no game and people kind of lose interest in football for a little bit for the biggest game of the year. Right. Okay. Okay. That's Amen. a good point. Good point. Anybody else? Amen. I, I disagree. This, this is Tim. Tim from Iowa. I disagree about losing interest in the bit of football. When you got those two weeks to get ready for the Super Bowl, everyone's thinking about it. There's not a person, if you're a real fan, that loses interest right. of the football. I agree there, with that, There's too. no way. I mean, if you're a huge fan, that's all you can think about for the 13 days until the day of the Super Bowl. You don't lose interest in it. I mean, what they, I, what, I think the Pro Bowl... Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so what we're missing, because because the Pro Bowl pretty much takes over the media day that we're used to, right? You know, we're, exactly. used, to, we're used to Sunday is media day. We're going to be watching the NFL Network. We're watching whatever whoever has the media day on. We're, we're doing it, – it's all I, – I agree that. I think, I think that the Super Bowl week should be all about the two Super Bowl teams. They earned it. They should have all the press on that and, and – and, but I agree, nobody cares about the Pro Bowl no more, so they had to put it somewhere. Um, I still think no it should be watching. after. Yeah, nobody no nobody even cares about the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I mean, no they, one, they really they don't. I, I mean, no uh, and this almost the goes. Go and this almost talk. goes for all the. This almost goes for all the you know like all star games like the hockey ones, the baseball ones. I mean, basketball one is pretty fun to watch, but for the most part. People, you know, they lose interest in the Pro Bowl. I mean, they they do. Obviously, they want to see their best, their favorite football players, their their team representatives go up there and doing their thing. But for the most part, it's just not the same thing. So, I mean, and it's it's. I, I think it's a nice thing that it's, at least it's in Hawaii. At least it kind of restores some classic yeah. ways about the Pro Bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's due good to that the Pro Bowls in Hawaii. I mean. Uh, I think that people would people were losing interest, like you said, having it after the Super Bowl. Uh, as far as Super Bowl, you know, the two week break. I mean, that's going to happen anyways. No one's going to lose interest because it is, you know, the best game of the year, the biggest game of the year. They're still going to have the week leading up to the Super Bowl for the media, so everyone can uh, have the media show for all the Super Bowl teams. But no one will lose interest in the in the, in the Super Bowl at all. But of course, you yeah, have the Pro Bowl; they'll lose interest in. All right. 
They want to keep the season kind of going. They don't want you to miss out on the game today. No one was watching it after the Super Bowl. There are enough people in the Pro Bowl to keep it, I, I would say, at least interesting enough. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, I'd be missing a football game today if there wasn't a Pro Bowl on. So, I mean, you know, they're just trying to keep it going. No one was watching it after the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is already right. done. Everybody's done. I mean, it's, it's kind of a lackluster game anyway. But, I mean, it's a good chance to see great athletes turn it on without going full throttle and not trying to kill each other. No one wants to get hurt. But, I mean, you know, I mean, there are enough good players in the game today, I think. Uh, I mean, I'm not missing out on that, not seeing Aaron Rodgers because he's playing next week. I mean, right, Rodgers right. too. Brady would have started, and now it's Rivers. Capital takes Brady's place. I mean, there's enough. We're going to see Michael Vick start in the NFC for the NFC tonight. So, I mean, there's the dynamic. There's where you get – there's where they're trying to get their ratings, which I think it's all about, you know. So has anybody yeah, – have you guys watched any of the Pro Bowl stuff come leading up to this week? I, I do. I still watch it. Uh-huh. You know, the only thing I really like about the Pro Bowl, this is, this is what I – my favorite part of the Pro Bowl is listening to the plays. You know, I'm a I'm an offensive guy, you know, offensive coordinator type coach guy. So when I listen to them, uh, the plays, they're like crazy. Okay, we're going in, scat right, 32, triple X, 55, sluggo on one. You know, that shit is crazy. I love I love hearing that stuff. I, I just wish it Somebody, was – Show me a play. A... Give me a play, and I can, I can tell you it. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I'm, I'm listening, man. Okay, this is Tim from Iowa. I wish it was competitive. I mean, like the baseball all-star game, that is competitive as hell. When you watch the baseball all-star game, there's not an all-star game that's more competitive, I don't think. Because you look at it every year, it's competitive. And, well, and like yeah. this last year, and because the AL has won it how many times in a row, that just makes it so much more competitive for the NL to get in it. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, watching the basketball all-star game, it's the biggest joke in the world because all they do, they don't play defense. It's it's just yeah. a dunk contest. That's all it is. I mean, it's fun to watch, like but I – Well, no, you got to keep in mind that all these – And the reason, the reason why I like that in friends. baseball – The reason why I like that in baseball, fellas, is because it actually means something because the winning team gets home field right. advantage right. in the World Series. Right. Is that is that what it is? Is that how the baseball team works? Okay. All right. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. Okay. Hold on, guys. We got another caller. We got a female caller calling in right now. Yo, Lede, are you there? I am. You're here. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Soul Kitchen Radio. This is the Zeta that was on. Uh, she was on Twitter and giving shouts out. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. So how do you like the show? Are you listening to it? I'm I'm listening. I'm a big sports fan, and I came in with the baseball, and I work for the Mets over here in um, New York. Okay, good. 203, that's a New York New York uh, area code? No, no, 203 is actually Connecticut, but the Major League Sports teams are not in Connecticut. They're actually in um, Massachusetts and New York, so I went to New York. And New York Mets were my favorite, you know, that's one of my favorite New York mm-hmm. sports teams. Okay. Go, Mexico, can I say something? I'm a Boston Red Sox fan, and uh, the whole 1986 oh, thing. Baby girl, I forgive <laughs> you. It's okay. I ain't, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. He's playing Boston. I'll let it go. We I'll don't play. No, for real. If I was a Yankees fan and it would be some competition, the, the um, Mets don't play the Red Sox that much. We played them in the exhibition game last year, but we don't meet them that much. Yeah. So, no, we don't have to worry about 
So it, it's it's great that Michael Vick is out there. You know, I I love that. Who I I missed. I can't believe I missed. Did did they even say who the NFL MVP is this year? Was it Tom Brady or or what? Come out this weekend. The Super Bowl, isn't it? <laughs> we okay, know yeah, who I'm, it is, but it's going to yeah. come out right before the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah. So so obviously right now, who is it going to be Michael Vick, or is it going to no. be is it going to be no. Aaron Rodgers? It should be Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't think anybody had the season Tom Brady did. That's what you're looking at. No one did what Tom Brady did this year. Tom Brady was the man this year. I have a prediction that Tom Brady, uh, he has a nice chin, and based on his nice chin, he wins. Oh, the FU guy is in the house. FU guy is in the house. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, many many men come before him with nice chins, but uh, not as good as Tom Brady. That's why he win. Uh, MVP, no matter, he win uh, the chin award. Okay, okay. So if you got now, now now that you're in the house, let's start with uh, let's start with the three one nine. Who who's in three one nine? Who is that? Timmy, Tim. Timmy, Hi. Timmy. Tim calling from uh from Iowa. Hi. Iowa is in the house. F you guy, tell this guy about him. Go ahead, go ahead, Tim. Ask him a question. He'll tell you all about your future. Okay. My future of what? Of anything? Of sports or what? Anything you want, buddy. Uh, he, he knows it all. All right. All right, F you guy. In the future, is Chad Henney going to be the man in Miami? Uh, Chad Henning, uh, he continued a career that troubled him, uh, just like uh, Chad Henning. Uh, he eat a sausage at a Korean uh, restaurant in two weeks from now, and he will get a terrible mud bug. And then when he looked down into the toilet, he will see his career. <laughs> floating, floating away. Who are you talking about? We got a Chad Henning. Disagree, disagree. <laughs> we got a Chad Henning. That would be Chad Henning. But then there will be Brian Cousin knocking on the door, asking to also oh. see Chad Henning. But oh, he yeah, will want yeah, to make yeah. up with him. He would want to kiss him gently. Brian, Brian, Brian. He, you know, you ever seen those psychics on, on stations and stuff? He 
You ask him, you want a love question, he's going to tell you who you're going to marry and all that stuff. He's got you. When is the new FLPA CBA finalized? <laughs> uh, that will be the same thing. You might want to ask some of these uh, kids down the street that smoke a lot of weed. They don't know nothing. They're <laughs> confused, and when they're done smoking, they will want to smoke some more and continue to be confused. That is the same thing with the question you ask me. They are high. They don't know what they're I doing. I feel that way now. <laughs> exactly. They Thank feel you. like you are yeah, feeling. Uh-oh. They don't know if like, they should make a macaroni and cheese or a salami sandwich. A confusion. Confucius <laughs> say confusion. I agree. Yeah, Confucius with all with all them. You got a, you got another question, man? Give him some. Give him some good. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, just talk. Tell tell us about Jay, if you guys. Tell us about Jay out there. Yeah, how am I doing, if you guys? Am I doing all right? Uh, well, currently, you're a horny. Uh, you, as soon as this is done, you'll probably want to check out your porn or porn hub, and uh, it will satisfy you, and it will make you feel good again. That is how you're doing. And like okay. I said, you will do much better. In just a few minutes. Oh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might be on new porn as we speak, which is which. If you are, I never. I don't blame you. I never make it so out of YouTube, I. you know. <laughs> ah, you I never make it out of YouTube. <laughs> I'm oh out. no, YouTube. You I mean, says I'm missing out. Yeah, you're missing out, man. Go to you porn. porn. All right, Jay. Let's move All on right, to. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to uh, Sora Lede. Go ahead. You got it. You got the fu guy. Um. Okay. Well, I am a big New York fan. What do you see for any of my New York teams coming the year 2011? I know we're not winning the Super Bowl, so do I see a World Series or a Stanley Cup or an NBA championship? Well, I see. Uh, well, with our New York Yankees. I see a lot of beaching, and I see a lot of people not happy. Uh, with the New York Knicks, they uh, continue to talk smack with the Miami Heat, but I think uh, I think they're uh, bigger and they're angrier and they're uglier, and I think I can see them uh, beating the Heat and uh, and wiping uh, LeBron James's face in their old. Uh, Underwear in which they put their uh, nut sacks into. That's good because <laughs> they just did that think. the other night. They just won. They just beat the Miami Heat the was, other night. That was just a taste. That was what you call foreplay, baby. There will be more. <laughs> you will see it coming in the playoffs. <laughs> All right. And that will uh, be. That, uh, Chris, are you Chris? You're there. You call back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you got the F you got, man. Ask him a question. Hey, I want to know who is stupider, Fred Adams or Al Davis? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I uh, it's hard to say Al Davis is, is stupid because it's not uh, polite to talk uh, not nice about people that are dead. Uh, so it's, it's one of those things. <laughs> 
to regress from saying anything. <laughs> Microwave cadaver. <laughs> it's a we can't talk about dead people. <laughs> okay, we got we got one more nine seven eight. We already we already got nine seven eight. There's uh oh, we got the other seven eight one guy. That's that's your brother, right? Yo, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been having lady problems lately, a few guy. And you know, these two different girls. One girl, she's nice, and this other girl, she's she's real. She's real. How do I say this nicely? She's a real. Okay. Yeah, it's the real. You can say it. this is online radio. You can say whatever you want. I like when girls treat me bad, but I don't know. My my instincts are telling me to keep to do the opposite of what I normally do and go for the nice girl. But but I but something something tells me I want to go right back to the girls treat me like dirt. What should I do? Well, well, you know, I tell you this. I tell you this right now because uh, uh, when a baby girl treats you wrong, it, it is sexy. It makes you want to come back for the abuse. And there's nothing wrong with that. My baby girl, she dragged me around by my hair, and yet I love it. You know, it's one of those things when you might have to be a Don Juan and give her the long john and uh, for both of them. And which one, which one of them will come out on top, well, literally and typically speaking, it makes you feel better. That's the one you run to. And it doesn't matter if she's the nice one. Or the bad girl one, because even the bad girls, they just like to pretend like they're bad girls. In reality, they could be a sweet peach, and maybe once you penetrate her cherry, you will see just that. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. And in the meantime, right. Pornhub and you porn will heal your heart. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big a fan of Spankwire. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. There you go. That's, that's, okay, let's, let's go. Uh, I that's think, I don't think we missed anybody besides Brian and me and, and Mike. Brian, go ahead. If you got talk to Brian. What's up? Uh, Brian. Brian Kaiserman, your nose uh, will continue to grow and will eventually <laughs> even be bigger than your penis. Uh, you are known for a penis, uh, but the nose will dominate. Don't worry, there's a country There's a country Outside of uh, uh, Ukraine It's called Hustambusha And out there, women get horny For men with big noses So That country doesn't exist But you know, you should still be proud (laughs) (laughs) That's real real funny, man My nose is that big (laughs) All right, if, if you guys go ahead and, and Mike, go ahead and ask him a question. Uh, well, Brian, uh, what would you like to know? And I will not say no more about those. Or I am Jewish too. You are Jewish. What is my What is my future hold after you die? Uh well, your future holds to continuously checking out Craigslist. Uh, seeing if anybody wants to meet up and hang out with you. Uh, it will continuously be uh, taking nice walks. And Did we lose him? Okay. Are we there? Did we lose him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, we, I, 
Well, the Soul Kitchen Radio. You guys gone. <laughs> the FU guy is gone. The Soul he Kitchen is not Radio. Right. And we're going to be right back. Here we go. You're listening to Soul Kitchen Radio. Soul Kitchen Radio. Brian, Misha. Okay, we're back, man. We we had we went from like twelve callers to four callers in that in that little break. Yo, check it out, everybody. Let's do roll call. Uh, Tim is still in the house, right? Tim, you there? Yep. Okay, we got Mike. Are you there? Mike's not there. Brian, you're here. I'm I'm here. We got Jay in 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 Boston. You're there, right, Jay? I'm here. And we got Lede. She's still here. Yeah. All right, so right, you're here. So okay, so let's talk about you know, I wanna to get to Herschel Walker. You know, he's he's amazing. Forty eight years old, he was on, on the MMA fighting fighting last night and he whooped some dude's butt. Um man, he's proven that it could be it could happen. Just to give you a little bit of history about Herschel Walker, he went to uh, where where did he go to school at? And I'm trying to look at all this. He I remember he went to uh he went to Notre Dame. Um he played a major role in helping Georgia under. Un, he went to Georgia. They went undefeated that year to win the national championship victory with the win over Notre Dame in the Sugar Bowl. Um, he became. He would go on to win the Heisman in his junior year in 1999. Walker was elected to the College Football Hall of Fame. He is considered one of the greatest players in college football history. Then he went on to the USFL where he played for the Generals, the New Jersey Generals. You guys, any any older people out there that remember the USFL? Am I the oldest one out here that, that remembers the USFL, huh? New Jersey yeah, Generals? I remember that. Right, right, okay. Then he went on to the Dallas Cowboys. And uh and then it was it was a wrap from that. Herschel Walker is just like a legend. Now the guy is forty eight years old. And he's he could and come he, back. And he's fighting. You think no, no, I don't I don't think he could come back in the NFL. He, no, he, he couldn't could? take a giant hit, but I mean that guy he, he's big, he can move. He was the man back in the day. But, Biggest trade but that ever I, was. I got I got something to say quick. Go ahead. If if you're an NFL franchise and you're the GM or whatever, what's it gonna hurt to bring him in to work him out? You know, you don't gotta pay him anything to see what he's got and give him a try. Keep him through through training camp and whatever, and have him play a couple preseason games, pay him a little bit, and I mean, if it works out, hell, if it does, but if it doesn't, what 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 it be right? Like, yeah, you can give him a chance, it's not gonna hurt. So I mean, think, I can see it happening. I can see it happening. I honestly could. Man, Herschel Walker to come out and as a forty-eight-year-old. I mean, this guy's almost fifty years old to play running back in the NFL, in the NFL, uh, competing against. Competing against the uh, the 22 year olds, the 21 year olds, the guys that are like like running four twos and stuff. 
know, that would be a, that would be a that would be a major accomplishment if he did make it. So, Mike, do you think Herschel Walker has what it takes to get back in the NFL? Uh, you know, I think with the right dosage of steroids and proteins and no, I'm kidding. But uh, you know, uh, seriously though, it's it's just the body of work right there. Just him doing the damn thing at such an age, it's quite remarkable. So you know, it's one of those things where it's just he's just gonna have to teach people and educate them on what he did with his body to keep him going for this long in such a brutal sport competing against, like you said, you know, young guns, young studs, young bucks, whatever they call them, you know. It's quite remarkable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just to let you know, I apologize on uh, the FU guy forgot to charge his phone last night, so uh, I guess it kind of died on <laughs> That's all right. I think the I think the FU guy wasn't right what he was saying about me, and I, I did my spirit. Got, him, got rid of him. Yeah, he's a... He's a jerk sometimes, you know. That, that guy, he just comes up with things, you know. Sometimes, like he, he reads my mind sometimes, and yeah, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this one thing he told me was uh, just don't get butt hurt about anything. I think he says because you know, it's you know he he means it with love. He means it with love, and I think he's just a jealous guy. That's that's all it is, Brian. Yeah, I think so too. He's a little short. Happy with himself. So let me let me let me tell you more about Herschel Walker. He came back in. Uh, we lost the FU guy again. I told him this call. Like we lost Mike. I told him to call in uh, on Skype, but he, his phone sucks. But I'm I'm reading this thing about Herschel Walker, and he said, "I tell people I may even try for football again and show people I can do it. I'd be the George Foreman of football and come back and do that one more time." He said that on a conference call, the George Foreman of football. He thinks there's a 100% guarantee that he could help a football team out. Um, he's he's clocked a mind-boggling 4.3 in the 40-yard dash after his MMA debut last year. And at this time, right now, he would certainly be running a 4.5. So could we see Herschel Walker sign with somebody next year? What, where are we going here to Oakland or something? No, I think he needs to go to Miami. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> okay. Or he, for everybody. Or Herschel Walker, he, he'd be he'd be good on the on the Giants. Anybody out there? Who's out there? Who's in, who's in the room? Yeah, with us I'm now? here. Okay. So what do you think, Herschel? Well, Walker? So, I know I know you know Herschel Walker. You, what do you think about Herschel Walker returning to the NFL? Should could he could he be a good impact for the Jets or the Giants? No, I think he can go back to Dallas. Our, our our drama, so we don't need another granddaddy on the team. I'm sorry. I, I just you know he has he has contributed to professional sports to minor league sports, and I am grateful for his. For his contribution, but now it's time for him to either own a team or join the coaching staff, just like Brett. I, I agree. Yeah. So, and we'll talk about that more later. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Who's who was talking? Go ahead. I, I was going to say he'd sit uh, perfectly on the Jets. Him and Rex Ryan could run their mouths together. <laughs> yeah, he could be right there on the sideline, not uniformed up. I just, you know, it's just. This isn't the NBA, you know, where they stay at age 30 and 40 
50 years old, like the Kim Baby Matumbo and Carl Malone and all of them, where you can be that old like Charles Oakley. No, the NFL is a much strenuous sport, so you're taking much hits to your body. So when you're looking at somebody who's been playing for 20, 30 years already, and then he wants to come back in it with guys who are coming out of high school, some of them, a little bit out of college. They're not even going in the first four years, so they're, like, in their early 20s. Some of these people are his. First of all, you have to look at respect. Some of these people are his, old enough to be his children, so it's going to be hard for him to get that respect from his teammates because he is so much older. They're going to look at him a little differently, not more like experience, but like who you think you are, old guy, trying to take my spot. So, you know, sometimes you have to know when – is win, and I just do not feel that Herschel needs to be back in a football suit, but he would be an asset to any team because of his experience that he can go out there. We don't have enough NFL teams. You want to buy a franchise or you want to coach one? And I, I totally agree because football is not like any other sport. It's not like 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 baseball. You know, you could you could go back into baseball. All you got to do is hit the ball, run around the run around the pads, and you know, and, and catch a ball, and you know, stuff like that. But it's not like it's not like that. Football is is much more demanding. And he even said in his interview that that if he doesn't have the time, he has to fit it in his schedule. Well, when you when you go to spring training, that is your schedule. You know, you don't have time to to say, okay, well, after this after practice, I'm going to train for my MMA because I got to fight on Saturday before the game. Yeah, that, he's no Deion Sanders. What did Deion do? Football and baseball. Yeah, Deion's the only one, the only one in history that played a football game and a baseball game in the same day. Right, and he and he tells you it is so hard because he had to literally fly from a football game to a baseball game that was like literally I'm thinking in the World Series. So it is a hard thing to do to do two sports and don't let them be within the same season. So I don't follow. Um, I think that's MMA. That's boxing. Yeah, MMA is the martial, the uh, mixed martial arts. Uh, I don't think oh, they have okay. a season. I think they just fight all the time. Their season is anything. Oh, their season is pay per view. Whenever people are going to pay per view and buy their thing, that's their season. Okay. So, so who we got? We got uh, we lost Brian. It's Soul Kitchen Radio. Check it out. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get into to one of my songs that I love and 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 you know I'm getting a lot of I'm getting a lot of support from this song so i want you guys to, to check this out we'll be right back at soul kitchen radio you want to call in at 714-694-4150 we'll be back at soul kitchen radio
We're back in the house. It's uh, it's Pro Bowl weekend. We got the AFC against the NFC going today. Uh, Michael Vick is playing. Uh, we got Peyton Manning out there. We got the NFC guys. We got we got Matt Ryan. Everybody's out there. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. It'll be interesting. Um, our big thing we were talking about earlier was was the Pro Bowl being before the Super Bowl, um, and and I think we came down to a consensus that it was before the Super Bowl because nobody really wants to watch the Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl. So it's it's good to go out go out the NFL season with a bang with the Super Bowl. Um on the phone we have we have Tim, we got Jay, we got Lede, uh Lady, and we got Brian on the phone and that that what I just played right there, that was my that was my uh my artist Tamika Nicole. She's available on iTunes right now. That's get it right. Go out there and get that. iTunes, you can follow me at Soul Kick Radio um on Twitter. You know, the day, let me ask you a question real quick um, about this Twitter thing. Man, are you having the same problem I'm having? I'm, I'm seeing followers come and go every day. Yeah, well, the thing about it is the people who start following you, so some of them are more spam and some of them I block anyway. I have I try and get a lot of 
entertainment and blue and white. That's why I try and keep it. A lot of people, other than that, it's no, it's no use because they. I don't, and I don't understand. The, I haven't grasped the concept of Twitter. The whole follow, follow, get up followers and follow others. I haven't grasped it. So when somebody follows you and then a couple of days they're gone, I don't understand the purpose of them following you. You should always follow people that you have an interest in, and I have a lot of followers. I have a lot of followers on my thing that I'm like, okay, why are you following me? So yeah, you you're gonna get that because they they I don't know I don't I don't understand the purpose of it. Okay, yeah, we also have Ty in the chat room. On he's easy right, he's in the chat room, and you know, and and I'm I'm with that Twitter. You know, I I I like doing it because you know it feels like you get to you get to talk about you get to talk to. Well, you don't really get to talk to, but you get to see what other people are doing. Like this morning, I was I I tweeted Cheryl Underwood. You know, she's a Zeta. I was trying to get her to call in, but but she never tweeted me back. But she is following me. That's that's cool. Anybody else on Twitter? Yeah. yeah. Um, who, who else she, is on Twitter? She, she has actually replied to me a couple times, so she if right. she pays attention. But sometimes her automatic her things are sent automatically, so that's sometimes not her. And I hit I hit send her, and I can tell when she's writing. Because she'll keep writing, but when it's sending right. dates and stuff, that it's an automatic thing from our Facebook. It's not her. <clears throat> right. Okay. So, so also, who else? Any, any of you guys on Twitter? Anybody else that's on I'm Brian? on Twitter. I know Brian's on I Twitter. Twitter. I, I guess I need to be more on Twitter. Right. Right. Oh, I Brian's not on. Twitter. Brian's not here. Who Who is that that just said I'm on Twitter? Was that Jay or or Iowa yeah. guy? Tim, Tim and Iowa. Iowa guy. On, yeah, Iowa guy. I like, I like, the, I like Iowa guy. Tim is actually like an Iowa. Iowa guy. <laughs> Tim is actually an Iowa name, isn't it? it? It sounds like you're from Iowa. You say I'm Timothy from I, Iowa. Honestly, I yeah, I live in Iowa, and I only know two guys named Tim. That's I, <laughs> I mean, my dad lives in North Carolina, and there's more guys named Tim down there, but I I don't know. Seems like more, Jacob's more of an Iowa name. That's Jacob. really popular around here. <laughs> yeah. Jacob, huh? Mike, what do you think about uh, what's a good Iowa name, Mike? Uh, I think a good Iowa name was uh, Chuck, uh, Larry. You know, like because like the, it's kind of Iowa reminds me of like a blue collar, like hard workers. You know, it's like Chuck, goddamn, pass me that goddamn pipe. Larry, shut your mouth. You know I'm working hard over here. <laughs> funny thing, funny thing. My grandpa's name is Larry and my cousin's name is Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's, a good thing, that's, you know? that's good. That's, that's all Iowa. Right? There you go. We got, so yeah, you're on Twitter? Yeah. You're on Twitter, uh, Iowa yeah, guy? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I, I don't tweet or anything. I, I'm up for following people. Like I'm following uh, my team, my Miami Dolphins team, all the players on there. Right. Uh, the Knicks. Follow the Knicks, the Mets. Um, that's about it. I got Schefter, Adam Schefter on there, and Mortensen. And uh, I'm not into tweeting. I just follow. Right, right. Just to kind of see what everybody's going. See, I'm I'm using yeah, it for the other it's way. It's cool. I mean, yeah, I'm using it's cool because you get to see what you get to see what people are. Uh, you get to see what people are actually doing, like what they and then. And then now it's so big in the media. Like like yesterday, they said there was this big Twitter battle going on between the the, the Steelers and the and the and the Packers. You know, so I'm trying to find all that stuff on Twitter, but I I I don't have too many too many uh, too many.
too many football people that I that I follow. Well, there is this one football blogger that's out there. I'd follow her, and she comes out with some good stuff. The uh, the Kevin Garnett Charlie Villanueva thing was pretty big <laughs> with the cancer. How uh, Garnett called him a cancer patient about a couple months back. Oh, okay. You know, you know what's that funny. Was a big thing. I actually, I actually, I I follow uh, Chad Ochocinco, right? And so at the beginning of the season, I tweeted him. I always send, I always send these big guys tweets like they're gonna, they're gonna talk back to me like, hey, this is Rick Camacho. Hey, yeah, we like you. No, but of course they don't never get nothing back from those guys. But I tweeted him and I said, I said, Chad, who should we, who should we pick in the first round? Are you a first round fantasy football pick, or is To a better football pick than you for fantasy? And he tweeted back. Well, he didn't tweet to me, but he tweeted back. He said, he said, uh, I play football for the fun of it, and and something like that. And it doesn't matter. I I play football for me, and it doesn't matter where I go in any kind of league. And and it was kind of cool because I was like, yeah, he's tweeting me back, but he just don't want to say me because he doesn't know who the hell I am. <laughs> but I be messing with them all the time. You know, it's it, it's fun. I have yeah, fun with Chad. Chad doesn't do it with the money. The money is just a bonus for him. Right. You know what I you know what I love about uh athletes on tweet? Every time they speak their mind and the you know, the ESPN and all the networks question them and they repost their tweets of what they said and all that, right. they they automatically say somebody hacked their account or their little nephew was playing around or something, you know, they they never be like, Yeah, motherfucker, that wasn't me. I was talking shit about LeBron James. And about me getting ready to play against him, you know. So yeah, it was a, the reason I'm saying that is because Paul Pierce he had this thing way long ago in the first game when they were going to play against Miami. He said, "I can't wait to take my talents to Miami, the South, and, you know, yeah. coming to play LeBron." So it's funny. It, and then after after that game, after he beat them, he's like, "Well, I'm taking my talents to Memphis now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen that one. Yeah. Did he tweet that before the decision funny. came out? That would have been tough. Uh, up to the decision. Oh, right. He was tweeting up to the decision about it, but... And that's why they most fun of him in the old years, you know? Because yeah. for the whole, I'm taking my pass to Miami. Mr. LeBron James. He, he That guy right there, that guy just doesn't want to play the villain card. It's like, if you, if you want people to hate you, and if that's what makes you thrive better, then just start playing the villain card, but He's still walking that gray area. He still wants to be marketable and loved by everybody, uh, but at the same time, he wants to be a semi-villain, you know? So I'm like, make come on, LeBron, LeBron, be real. Yeah, make a 60-second commercial that says, you know, everything to everybody about what he did. <laughs> yeah. And get, get back at his critics and what have you. Yo, Ty in the Ty in the chat room. Where you where you uh, where you at? What city represent your city? Michael Vick was on uh, on Twitter. This what this what he says. He's in he's in Hawaii now. Um, he he's really promoting his Michael MikeVick.com store. And let me see. There's eighty eight. I don't know. It's 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 crazy because they only just put one little one little piece here. He's in Hawaii getting ready for the Pro Bowl. And that's all it says, and it's garbage from there. So, yeah, you guys can follow me at Soul Kit Radio. I come on, I just say some stupid shit because one of these days my tweets are going to get picked up and they're going to be 
and, and you'll see them on that. You'll see them on the uh, on the news. This Soul Kid Radio says some stupid shit to somebody, and and, and that's what it is. Then I'll get hella fired after that. Yeah. As long as you don't say do crazy racist or anything like that, you know. Hey, just you know, some something that stirs up the pot, then I think you're in the clear, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So well, easy uh, riders, guys, they uh, they 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 see some crazy stuff out there. I mean, you know, it's just depending which level of crazy, I guess, you know. Right. Right. So easy rider, he's in Pittsburgh. Is that Pittsburgh, California, or Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? It has an H at the end, so that must he must be a Steeler fan, like me. I'm a I'm I'm a let me tell everybody, like I say every week, I'm a diehard Raider fan, Oakland Raiders first, but I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan too. So, so that's always been my second. I've always, I always loved the Pittsburgh Steelers way back in the day. I'm a Harris. This is what we going for next week. This is how we doing it next week. There we go. Yeah, he's in Pittsburgh. He's in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Chat room is open. BlogTalkRadio.com slash Soul Kitchen Radio. I really want to thank everybody for being on the show today because it, it's great. Sora, thank you for calling. I'm glad you was out there uh, following us on Twitter and, and you got a chance to be here. You're welcome. Enjoyed it. I did. Yeah, and, I, you know, we're going to set up a show, so we'll, we'll talk all about your music and your writing. So let's, let's, let's talk real quick. Who have you wrote for? You you said you're a writer, right? Yes. Um, actually, um, I'm in the process of um, putting a song out for the, the gentleman that produced my track. He has an R&B artist, and I'm writing some songs for him. I also have a hip-hop artist who I appeared on her um, CD, Dime, and I'm, I'm writing a song for her. So, And then I'm doing my own EP that's coming out this spring. Okay. So we got one more caller, 412. Where are you calling from? Here we go, Pittsburgh. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Guess where? Yeah. Easy, easy Rider? Yeah, man. All right, Easy Rider. Well, thanks for being in the chat room, man. Yeah, so you're you're in Pittsburgh right now. What's it feel like out there? Man, I'm telling you, the, the, the air's crisp. It's nice and cold, and, you know, we just uh, we love it, man. We're just all partying. It, it doesn't matter. We had a, a pep rally the other day. And it's a stadium. Heck, we had about, hell, 40,000 people, 50,000 just at the pep rally. And, uh, you know, we're just going crazy. Everybody's house got black and gold and terrible towels. And, uh, you know, everybody's painting up their cars black and yellow. And, you know, we do it up right here. We don't play games here in Pittsburgh. we got a lot of experience at this partying thing. And, uh, you know, we're going to have a, a big party here when they come back with the uh, trophy. Yeah, there, there it is. Look, here it is. Yeah. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the the atmosphere is just just crazy right now in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just you know all the bars are partying and you know uh, uh, we're gonna watch the Pro Bowl a little bit over the Pro Bowl and uh, you know we're just all having fun here, man. This is football country here, pal. This you know we don't play games. We take it very serious. Uh, matter of fact, they had the uh, it was really funny. I was watching it on the news. 
the other day. They had the newborn babies this week uh, in the hospital. There was about 12 of them, and they had them all dressed up in Steeler outfits. It was funny. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. Yeah. I, I I love a town that... Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. You you sound just like my uh, principal from uh, middle school. Uh, are you still... Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> Can you do that small little uh, Can you uh, yell at me and say, retake the spirit? Can you hear him? No, I didn't hear him at all. Easy, right? What did you say? What did you say, Mike? All right. Austin, is that you? Austin, you're on? Yeah, I'm on. Okay, Austin. So, so we'll get back to you in a second, Austin. Uh, uh, Easy Rider. Let's, let's talk about more about um, the Pittsburgh. The feeling out there now. You guys are coming home with the seventh trophy. How does that? How does that make you feel out there? Well, I'll tell you what, man. I remember, you know, when we were saying one for the thumb, and uh, you know, now we're uh, on the other hand here now. So I don't know when we fill up these hands, what are we going to do? Put one on our toe? <laughs> yeah, he's just going to keep going, man. Man, right. I'm glad I mean, you. Where do you put them? Where do you put them after you win ten? Right, right. So, what do you guys think of the Eagles out there? Well, I mean, I always liked the Eagles. I mean, uh, uh, it's not you know, I never really even considered them my second team. Um, right. I don't know why. It's just like Pittsburgh and Philly is just like two different ends of the spectrum. Uh, you know, people from Philly do their thing, and people from Pittsburgh do their thing, and they really don't cross paths too much. And, um, you know, well, when they do, you know, it's, it's a good rival. Uh, but, uh, like I said, you know, Philadelphia, it's, it's its own country out there. You know, we we got our own little world here in Pittsburgh, man, when it comes to football. Right. Now, now yeah. unlike out here, out here, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm a diehard Oakland Raider, and this idiot on the phone right now is diehard San Francisco 49er, and we go at it all the time. We, we hate each there other out go. here. We, we hate each other out here. We, we love each See, other. Our rivals, our rivals are uh, Cleveland and Cincinnati, and that's in right. Ohio. You know, not you know, everybody would rivals. think Philadelphia would be, but it isn't. Right. What would you say, Austin? Well, I hate to be, I hate, I hate to be, you know, the party pooper or anything like that. But you know, Pittsburgh's good and all, but being a diehard 49er that I am. I just can't root for Pittsburgh and hope that they get another ring because I feel like they already got enough and we need to catch up. You know, and being a diehard Raider fan as I am, I hope Pittsburgh gets another ring because I want them to go get as far away from the damn Niner fans as possible. You know, that's... You see, that? you see I have probably Raider fans like you, Rick. <laughs> just because, just because I, I like the Niners, I appreciate the Raiders too. I don't hate them. You know, they're on the other side of the day. I don't hate them. But y'all hate the hell out of us. Yeah, that's, that's the way. Let it me goes. ask you something. Are you guys are you is 49ers and in, in Oakland and like a big rival? I mean, is it is it a big big rival thing, or oh, is it yeah. like us with Philadelphia? We don't care. What what is it? No, it, it's a, it's no, a no, big it's rival. A big rival. Here. We don't we we don't like each other. It's the battle no, of it, the bay. It, yeah, it's the battle of the bay. We it's 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 historic. We've never liked each other. even when even when the Raiders were in L.A., we still didn't like the 49ers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it's just a just a Raider thing, and the Forty Nine er fans. You'll find some Forty Nine er fans who hate the Raiders, but 
most of the 49er fans go, oh, well, it's the Bay Area. I like them both. But the diehard Raider fans hate the 49ers. No, 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 no. You can't put us on that. We don't like them both. We just don't sit on y'all when y'all trying to come up. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, we hate everybody. We just hate everybody. You know I mean? We don't we don't say we like this team. We hate them all, man. We hate them all. And, you know, little James Harrison gets a hold of a couple of them. He's going to be cracking some heads. And uh, they're going to need to, you know, you know, we got our cheese graters out. We're grating them up, man. We're yes, grating them up. I like that. I like that. You know, I got, I got, my, uh, I got, my, I got my Myron's coat, terrible towel, right oh, here. Oh, really? With wow. Me. Yes, I do. I got my That's one a from. collector's item. I got it from the Seattle, from the Seattle Carter? Super Bowl. It has actually the Super Bowl Carter. logo from when they beat Seattle, so. Wow, keep a hold of that. Yeah, definitely. I, I posted up on my Facebook. And Myron Cobont Sparks. Yes, if you guys go to you go to MySpace. In fact, I just did a thing for the Super Bowl for the Steelers this week. It, it was on MySpace Karaoke. Um, it was Party in the USA, and I, I got my Franco Harris jersey and my Myron Cobont Terrible Towel, and um, I'm, I'm a 41-year-old man. I got my, I got my that, number 32 uh, game jersey. I love it, man. Look, I wear I got my 41-year-old man ass singing Miley Cyrus Party in the USA on video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Hey, Mike, uh, it's yeah, a lot of the uh, a lot of the older Steelers they've been around at a couple of the uh, at the rally. I mean, you got guys like I don't know if you remember guys like Jack Lambert, uh, right. Joe Green, Lynn Swan, Robin Cole, John Banizak, uh, you know, Saulworth, uh, uh, Elsie Greenwood. Oh my goodness gracious! I tell you, Mean Joe Green has the best Coca Cola commercial ever. Well, I'm going to give me Joe Green the Coca-Cola commercial, and I'm going to give Troy Palomalu the hair commercial. Yeah, definitely. Let's do it. We're talking to Mr. Stillis right here on Coca-Cola Radio. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I'm a Olympics fan. I know you guys both love me. Uh, And, you know, I got to say, yes, Olympics have, you know, they they had a pretty good decade and everything, but pretty amazing how Pittsburgh – Steelers, they are on the verge to be in their third Super Bowl in, what, six years? You know, Big Ben is two out of two. Uh, he hasn't won it yet. not a jinxer. So, I mean, it's it's just amazing how, in the sense of all things, I guess I want to say Pittsburgh Steelers dynasty has just always been just strong, you know, just like an engine just Well, that, that goes, that's because of the owners. Riding it on through, you know? Yeah, that's because of the owners. I mean, you got them Roonies, man, and they're just diehard owners. And, you know, they want to make sure that they got a good club. Uh, you know, they'll get rid of players. I don't care how good they are. They could be the best friggin' quarterback or end or whatever in the world. And if they're not playing with the program and they're not doing things the right way and they're not getting along with the other players, they're out the door, man. So I think yeah. a lot of it got to do with how the Roonies keep the camaraderie together in the Steelers. And, they, you know, they run it like a class act. I mean, the Roonies are a class act. Yeah, I like yeah. the Rooners myself. They bring heart and strength. Yeah, it, it's hard to say about, about the Steelers. You know, they they are a hard-working team. They are a classy team. They have good football players. You know, and obviously people want to give Big Ben crap about you know some teenage here and there. But you know what? He's uh, he's engaged. He's going to be married. 
I think, uh, you know, he's wanting to put everything behind him, and people really forget. Yeah, but how do we know all that stuff's true, too? You know what I mean? Yeah, who cares yeah, about that They're always taking stuff. shots at, at celebrities. These who girls, cares about they're always taking a shot. Who cares about you know that I mean? shit? Look, that, what, what, what matters is how, is how Big Ben came out against uh, against the New York Jets and, and overcame everything, overcame all yeah. that, and... And and He's one playing the with game. a broken toe. He got a broken toe. Man, He's got them to the Super Bowl. So I want to uh, easy nope. rider next week. Where where are you going to be? Where are you going to be watching the game at next week? Are you going to be having a party or what? No, I'm having a party here at my house, and uh, we have a party every year here, and uh, we're going to have a party this year. Here. I'll call you guys. Going to have a show? Yeah, definitely. That's what I was going to well, say. We're going to be we're going to be on. I want you. I want you and all your Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and and tell everybody throughout the week. That we want Pittsburgh Steelers fans to represent on this show, and 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 anybody out there listening, if you're a Green Bay fan, we want you to call in too because it's the Super Bowl Day show. The show should be hot. There's gonna be so yeah, much. Yeah, call in, call in. I dare you. I dare you to call in. We want you to call in. I want to. I want to. I want to be able to feel what's going on in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the day of the Super Bowl. And I dare I, any of those cheeseheads to call in. I have one thing to say. Go ahead. Okay, Steelers fans, what was your record this year? Eleven and five. Eleven and five. Am I correct, or was it twelve and four? Twelve and four. All right, it should have been eleven and five. You know, they got uh, the Dolphins got screwed out of that Week Seven game, right? Should have been fourteen and two because remember, <laughs> Big Ben didn't play four games, five games, six games. Excuse me. Jay Early, welcome what, to the, the show here in the chat room. Thank you for Big Jay right Early. Right. What's up, Jay Early? Yeah, Jay's in there. He's he's in the chat That's room. Buddy. Yeah, buddy. thank thank you for listening in, Jay. You call in seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. This is Soul Kitchen Radio. It's okay. Jay just left. <laughs> he's in and out. That's okay. Um, yeah. So go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk about more. We are gonna, you know, we're gonna bring in another segment later on, uh, probably during the year. And I want everybody to get ready for this. It's gonna be another bad call. We're gonna we're gonna talk about all the bad calls that happen in the NFL and, and high school sports and any kind of sports. You guys could you could bring them in. You could bitch about them. We're gonna be your we're gonna be your outlet in basketball. Uh, one one big thing was how how LeBron played against the the Warriors last week. He had like ten points and then all these bad calls because he has the ball. And nobody's gonna call fouls on him. He ends up with forty points in the game. You know we're gonna talk about stuff like that. Well, I'll tell you a good one, guys. Did you guys see the other week when we were playing the Jets whenever uh, they thought the play was dead, the whistle didn't blow, and the yeah, guy grabbed yeah. the ball after about 12 or 15 seconds after they were all standing around like nothing was going on, grabbed the right. ball and walked it in? Yeah, that was oh, a great about, call. That was a great one. How about the Boise and Auburn game where, or the Boise and uh, Auburn and Oregon game where the guy ran for how many yards? 27 yards, was it? Towards the end of the game, the yeah, in the range to win it. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, was, that was BS. That was BS. I know he wasn't down, but God, you got to call that. I mean, that changes the game right there. I wanted to see Cam Newton earn his way down to that that goal line and the score and win the game. How about the guy that ran the wrong to... way? He ran the wrong way this year. Remember? Is that this year? I'm not he ran sure. The wrong I'm not way sure. Scored a touchdown for the other team. I, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> It would be a it would be a safety if he ran a, ran away the wrong way. But you know the wrong way. He ran. You know this is what I this is what I learned from from the Boston and from no from the Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh game 
And that's the one where, where I predicted that the, the X factor in that game was going to be um, Ben Roethlisberger's uh, veteran ability to, to overcome everything. And he did that, you know, his, 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 uh, the fact that he's been there before was way better than Joe Flacco. But what I noticed that, that Baltimore was doing in that game, Baltimore was playing all the way to the, all the way to the, uh, to the whistle. If they didn't hear a whistle, they were still playing and, and they got a touchdown out of that. And then Pittsburgh came back against the Jets and did the same thing. They they played to the whistle, you know. So that's that's I think that's something that's going to happen. That's something that needs to be done. Both teams have to play to the whistle because if you don't hear a whistle, you just keep running and you get a touchdown and somebody didn't hear it. Oh well, touchdown. touchdown. <laughs> All right, Brian, you there? Mike, Mike, Mike is there. Okay, okay. Where you at, Mike? Are you still you're in a in a corner? I'm over here just chilling, battling this phone reception, and uh, keeps hanging up on me. Every time uh-huh. I get to something juicy to say or ask, and bam, it's like a cock block or something. I got the any phone. <laughs> yeah, I told you to call in on uh, call in on Skype. You couldn't get the Skype working. No, because it's my girlfriend's. A laptop, and for some reason, I just like it won't let me log in the way I usually. Oh, okay, cool. So, so are you gonna call? You gonna call us next? Uh, you gonna give us a call next week? Uh, uh, Easy Rider. Yes, I am. Yeah, we want to. What hear time you. is your show gonna be? Our show, we're in the West Coast, so it's uh, it's nine o'clock in the morning on the West Coast. So that what's what's that? Eleven or twelve for you? Well, three hours difference. Yeah, so you're 12 o'clock. It's noon. The game is at, what, 7 out there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I definitely want to feel that. I, I could already tell by talking to you that, that it's that it's going crazy out there. You know, it's it, it, I love I love the football atmosphere of Super Bowl. Um, so I look forward to listening to you. We're coming to the end of the show right now. Um, you, got, you want to give a shout-out to somebody? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the um... – to the cheeseheads out there, uh, just just pack it up and you know don't even show up. Just just miles, just stay home because guys are gonna get whooped bad. All right, all right, that's easy, Ryder. Iowa, Mr. Iowa man, give you a shout out before we go. I, I want to give a shout out to that Steelers fan because he better stop talking smack because you don't know what the Packers are capable of. They're a good team and I wouldn't I wouldn't throw them under anything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they done anything. So I, I watch my mouth. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I respect your opinion. Uh, you we'll you know it. they have a guy named Aaron Rodgers on their team, right? I wouldn't be talking who? too much crap. <laughs> who? Aaron who? Aaron Rodgers, because I know when Miami played him, yeah. he put up some pretty good numbers against the Steelers. They don't have a great yeah. pass defense, but. We got a guy named Harrison that's going to crack him in the head. He got sacked eight times in two knows. games last couple games. It didn't even bother him like a fly hit. But they haven't played a guy named Clay Matthews, though. They haven't played a guy named Clay Matthews. All we got to do is pop that nose one time, make him bleed. They got to get him well, off the field. One thing I can say is that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a great football player. 
And oh, Ben Roethlisberger obviously is going to be defended because he's already accomplished. Uh, and Rodgers, he's a great football player, but he, he's still in the meany shadows of, of Brett Favre. And, uh, you know, he's going to really put himself on that platform once he does something big in football, win or lose. If he has a great game, people will know who Aaron Rodgers is. They already know who Ben Roethlisberger is. I got something to say about 106 players in the Super Bowl. Obey the curfew this week. Stay out of the media. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, stay out of the media. Stay out of the media, fellas. Let the game be on the field. All right, Mike. Mike, real quick. I got like 12 text messages from you saying you're gone, but you're still here. Let's let's uh, plug the. I can't leave you, baby. I can't leave (laughs) you. Plug to do the damn thing real quick. February 18th. Where's it gonna be at? Yep. February 18th, uh, 11th and Fault from San Francisco, California, uh, Arc 221, 221 11th Street, uh, the Triple Theater Comedy. It's uh, it's going to be absolutely fabulous. Uh, everybody should bring an extra pair of uh, underwear and pants because you're going to need them because you're going to lose them because it's going to be absolutely wonderful. Uh, bring your grandmother. Bring your mother. If you don't have any kids, you might be making some that same night. It's all good. Just come on down. All right. And I'm going to uh, call this the official Soul Kitchen Radio Do the Damn Thing comedy show because I got that day off. I'm coming. I'm hosting with you. Hell, yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm, getting on, I'm getting on stage and I'm talking shit, and that's, that's how we're going to do it, guys. And then we're going we're yeah. gonna, to we're gonna re- record some of that stuff and, and play it back for some people on the show. So for you guys that are in Pittsburgh and Iowa and in Boston, you can you can hear us. We're gonna we're gonna play some of this stuff back. So listen up for it. Mm-hmm. But everybody out here in the Bay Area, do the damn thing. So Kitchen Radio presents do the damn thing uh, comedy show. Give the address one more time. Uh, it's 11th and Folsom, 221 11th Street. You know, sometimes in life, you just gotta stop bitching and you gotta realize, you know what? I just got to do the damn thing, and that's kind of why the show is going to go on and do its thing, and Rick's going to help me with it. He's going to be the co-host. He's going to go out there. He's going to crush it, and together we're going to, like I previously said, make people want to change their pants. (laughs) Well, that's it. That's how we do it. Thank you guys for calling into the show today. Um, Enjoy the Pro Bowl today, and and I can't wait to hear from everybody next week, especially – Easy Rider, I can't wait to hear from you next week, man, with your with your whole Super Bowl party. All right, guy, we'll call you. Thank you. All right, thanks a lot, Iowa Tim. Thanks for calling in, man. I I, uh, I hope you call back next week. Keep listening. Oh man, a good time. Yeah, tell a friend and uh, and Jay out there, you're still you're still on the line. You've been on the line the whole time. You're not even talking, but thank you, man. I got three minutes. No problem, man. Okay, cool, <laughs> cool. All right. Chilling. All right, cool. I'm gonna go get me a cell phone right now. Well, yeah, go get. You, know, you, go, you need to go build an antenna out there in San Francisco where you're at. That's all you need. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go check out check out your broski, get a new cell phone from him because I might have just peed on my last night or something. That's why. <laughs> just get some rice. It's all good. All right, we're out. It's Old Kitchen Radio. We're gone. Brian Misha, 
Talking to me. 